Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. I am the penis of William Gallas. And now I am your god. You will kneel in front of me, and all of you will wear the helmet of Gallus. Welcome to another Arsblog Arscast on Arsblog.com in association with OleOle.com and uh, brought to you this week, the beer of the week is uh, Cronenberg 1664 Premier Crew, 6% volume and it comes in a very funky blue bottle. There it is, look. It's excellent. So, um, yeah, it's an Arscast, uh, which will feature between now and the end um, uh, your phone calls. When I asked on the blog the other day for people to uh, uh, to phone up and leave a voicemail with their prediction for the season and something that they were looking forward to, uh, there was a load of uh, a load of people rang up. Um, so we'll play some of those to you. We'll play actually quite a lot of them to you because it's quite interesting. Uh, the general feeling out there amongst Arsenal fans. As well as that, the man in the bar is here. He's got a uh, player history and there's, I don't know, some other stuff between now and the end as well, which you haven't thought of because I've only just started. So, um, there really is sort of only one way or one place or one story to start uh, this week's Arscast on. And that is, of course, the captaincy. Um, Yesterday morning, there were all these reports uh, that Gilberto Silva had been officially given the captaincy of Arsenal. And this popped up in, you know, a number of places. There was no confirmation of it from Arsenal. There were no quotes associated with that particular story either. Just somebody decided to say uh, it's, he's officially captain and then just uh, more sort of cretins um, followed that story without doing any more research into it than going, well, dude doing that story, so we better do that story. And then, later in the afternoon, came the came the announcement on Arsenal.com that Arsene Wenger had made William Gallas the captain. Now, um, I just, I, I'm, I'm baffled. I really am. I can't understand why Gilberto isn't giving it. And there are all these uh, theories now that maybe Gilberto's not going to play so many games this season, or, you know, is he not going to play, uh, give the captaincy to a player who's not going to be a first-team regular? Um, I don't know. I just think there's um, something wrong with William Gallas. 
uh, having the captaincy. Now, this season, and I said it in the uh, the season uh, preview that I posted uh, yesterday, which you can find in the column section, I said everybody uh, starts with a clean slate because that's the only way to go into a season. If you're going in with hang-ups and uh, chips on shoulders about various players, you're just going to get annoyed. So I said, look, clean sheet, everybody. And we can, you know, judge people on the performances that they put in this season, which is really the only fair way to do it. But I'm not sure that giving everybody a fresh start should include being in any way um, happy that William Gallas has been made the captain. Because, um, okay, he didn't have a good season last season. And let's say he came into the team on the transfer deadline day and then Chelsea accused him of all this sort of stuff. And then he got an injury and, and... he didn't impress too many people, I don't think, uh, with the performances that he put in on the pitch based on uh, the various things that he'd been saying. And he did talk all throughout last season. Let's not forget that. From the moment that he joined Arsenal, he was talking about how Chelsea were this and this was that and, you know, he's excited to be here and the blah, blah, blah. And then it was like the kids aren't this and then we're not doing this and then Arsene Wenger's not buying that. So he did pretty much moan the whole way through his first season. Now, in the last few days, he's been coming out with uh, very positive statements. And this is probably uh, because he's been given the news by Arsene that he's the captain and he wants, you know, him to be different. Like, stop being a cunt because you're captain of Arsenal. But I just think that... um down through the years, we've had some um, incredible captains. Uh, Frank McClintock, Pat Rice, Tony Adams, uh, even Patrick Vieira. He was the only real candidate, I suppose, at that time. And maybe um, people thought that Arsene gave him the captaincy, you know, in order to appease him and to keep him at the club. And maybe that's true to a certain extent. So maybe there the captaincy lost a little bit of its its value. And you could say the same thing about Thierry Henry, but I don't think that when Patrick Vieira left, there was any other candidate to be captain of Arsenal than Thierry Henry. He wasn't very good at it. Let's face it. He's gone now and we can say, look, he really wasn't that kind of a guy. He's not the kind of guy who should be the captain of a team. Um, But at the time, there was nobody else that really we could have given the captaincy to. But now we have other candidates. I think Gilberto... Uh, in the absence of Henri, led the team very well. Uh, And maybe he's not shouty and in-your-face, but what Gilberto did last season, more than any other season that he's been uh, with Arsenal since he joined in 2002, he led by example on the pitch. And people in the past have accused him of being a bit soft and a bit this and a bit that. But, you know, he stepped up, he scored goals from midfield, and uh, in my mind, he led the team very well. And I'm not sure how um, happy he would be to have been passed over for the captaincy uh, to William Gallas, who's only been at the club for, you know, a year. And hasn't in that year uh, shown such uh, awesomeness and brilliance and leadership that it's obvious that he should be the captain. He hasn't shown that he could do anything better than Gilberto has done. Colo Toure's there as well. Maybe he is a bit quieter. Maybe he's not the organizer and the shouter. But what Colo will do is lead by example on the pitch. He'll give you 110% every single time. So I just think that it's a, it's a poor decision by Arsene. And normally he makes decisions and you can see the logic in it, you know, from one way. Even if you don't agree with it, you can see where he's maybe coming from, from a, a club point of view. But this one... It's not a popular choice amongst the fans. Maybe it's a, a popular choice among the players. I don't really know. Um, 
but I just think that he's he's made a bad decision in passing over Gilberto for the for the captaincy and also Colo Toure, uh, guys that are Arsenal guys, and that's um, really a big part of being an Arsenal captain, particularly from a fans' point of view. Anyway, um, he is the captain now. And there's not much we can do about it. It's Arsene's decision. We'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll bring out the best in Gallas. And if it does, well, then we can say, well, uh, I suppose in one way Arsene got it right. But then it shouldn't need the captaincy to get the best out of Gallas, considering he's uh, on record as saying we didn't see the real William Gallas uh, last season. Um, so maybe we will see the real William Gallas this time around. But whether or not it's got anything to do with the captaincy, uh, we won't know. So anyway, that's it. Um, I'm not happy with it. It makes me want to drink beer. Hang on. There it is, going down. <sighs> okay. Uh, I think we've waffled enough on that one. So anyway, uh, during the week on the blog, I asked you, if you wouldn't mind, uh, phoning in and leaving some voicemails about your uh, thoughts for the season ahead. Um, so let's listen to the first batch of those now. Hello, I'm Lucas. I'm in Swansea, in South Wales, as a student. I think we will finish top four this year, but I've got a really good feeling about the Champions League, and I'm looking forward to us beating Barcelona with Robin Van Persie scoring a hat-trick, and Thierry Henry barely containing his delight as the team he supports defeats his new pack of bastards. Nice. Uh, I actually, my name's Darren Clark. I'm currently at work. Um, I reckon that we're actually finishing the top two this year. I'm so hopeful, and I think it'll all come together. And, um, yeah, we'll just wait and see. Good morning, blogger. My name's Steve. I'm from North London. Uh, my prediction for the season ahead is that we're going to have a brilliant start. We're going to play some stunning football and be pushing hard at the top of the Premiership, not just that fourth place. The one thing I'm looking forward to is shoving it down the throats of those journalist cunts in the sports pages who've been predicting our demise. Cunts. I can't wait for Sunday. Hi, my name's Adam Richardson. I uh, currently residing in the Brixton-Stockwell area of South London. My prediction for Arsenal this season is that we will definitely be in the top four, and uh, I'd like to think that we'll definitely come away with a cup, maybe the Carney Cup with the kids playing well. And that's one thing I'm looking forward to, again, is seeing the likes of Danielson and Walcott strutting their stuff around various different grounds. And uh, I get a feeling that this is a season that Walcott starts scoring some incredible goals. So, fingers crossed. Come on, Arsenal. Hey, guys. Um, it's Nigel Bennett calling from Perth, Western Australia. I'd really like to see uh, Arsenal at least get into the uh, the top two. I think they've got the, definitely got the potential to do it. Um, love to see them do well in Europe. And uh, all I really hope for is uh, a good attacking football um, with uh, hopefully um, Riziki and Cleb uh, Eduardo and uh, Van Persie gelling together as a machine. Okay, love to see it. See you guys, have fun. Ciao. Hi there, Ask Blogger. Thanks for all the blogs, very entertaining and amusing. I'm not really sure how I feel about the season ahead at the moment. Um, it could be very good, it could be another disappointing one, but just looking at the first six home fixtures, so if we do well in those games, then I'll be getting excited. If it's another load of one-all draws or sort of very close victories, having gone one-nil behind, I think we could be in for another roller coaster. Oh, it's Johnny in Wimbledon, by the way. Hi, right, sorry, Gunnar from Surrey. Uh, I think we'll be Premier League champions this season, and I'm most looking forward to see Robin Van Persie smashing free kicks all over the shop. Hi, Theo Holmes, Oxford. 
Looking forward to Clichy becoming the best left back in the Premiership and Eduardo and Van Persie banging in goals. Second or third in league and definitely one cup. Come on, you gooners. Okay, man. Listen up, man. My name is William Gallas, man. All I have in this world are my balls and my work. And I ain't gonna break them for nobody. In this country, man, first you get the kids. And then you get the football. Then you get the power. Then you get the money. And then you get the fucking style, man. Okay, people are criticizing me a lot. But they don't know the true Gallas. I will succeed. This is Christian Max again on the forums, uh, calling from London. Prediction for the season is I don't think we're going to do it. I don't think we're going to be as bad as last season. Probably, probably third, falling away in March. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Darren Bent score about two goals. One in the first day of the season, and one in the last day of the season. Fuck me, shite. All right, ladies. This is. Portsmouth's leading gooner calling with this year's prediction from uh, the wrong side of the Atlantic. Uh, I'm expecting a stronger showing in the Premier League with a second or third place finish within 10 points, uh, a very good possibility of lifting one or both of the domestic cups and a strong run to at least the last four of the Champions League. I still think next year is the year when it all comes good. Thanks. My name is Stephen Gordon. I'm from Stanmore in Middlesex. My prediction for the season is that I feel like a dog with two cocks at the moment. I'm very happy. I think we're going to do extremely well in the league. I think the atmosphere within the club is much better now Thierry's gone. I would never have thought this previously. And I think the spirit and the capability among the players and the fact that they feel that they need to prove something will be everything that we need for this year to do very, very well indeed. My name is Rajinder Singh, um, going from Southampton. Prediction for the season, um, I think we're going to be close to second, um, not quite first this season. Also, I'm looking forward to our start of play. I think Badonu leaving, um, does that mean we're going to be more willing to have shot than goal? Yes, thank you. My name is Bob Agus. I'm from Falmouth in Cornwall. Deep down in pasty land, I'm just about to put £20 on us to win the league and £20 on us to win the Champions League. Full of confidence this season. Looking forward to it. Hi, Arts Club. Joe from White Abbey, Northern Ireland. I'm hoping to see the score three quarters of the goals will be clear. If they do that, then sky's the limit. Who knows what might happen. G'day. This is Sid Arden from Australia. I basically, my prediction for the season, anyway, I think we'll have a better season than the last two. Definitely a better season, and I hope Colotura will be will be the captain. And, uh, yeah, go the boys. I reckon we don't need to buy any players. Wenger knows what he's doing, and, uh, yeah, good. I love the Irish block, or like the Ars block as well. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Hello, it's Roman. Um... My opinion is that uh, it depends on how the first six games go. Um, being a fairly young squad with a limited number of experienced players, if uh, we get good results in the first six games, then I think that will increase confidence uh, and they'll go on from there. If not, 
then I think they'll lose the confidence and uh, we'll start seeing, um, you know, seeing them struggle for the rest of the season. Richard from Hornsey. My prediction for the season is we will finish third, I hope. Um, what I'm looking forward to most, I think, is um, seeing the young players get achieve more consistency and get better results away from home against mediocre teams, especially. Big J. Denevy in sunny Shoreditch. Uh, looking forward to Theo coming of age and Arsenal beating a cock-a-hoop Tottenham. It would be third place for Arsenal, unfortunately, because I don't think we've got the strength to go for the Premiership. Uh, so that was um, some of you, lad. Uh, during the week, ringing in on the voicemail and uh, leaving your message uh, and prediction for the season ahead. It's all pretty positive, isn't it, really? For the most part. Um, I don't know whether positive people use the phone more than negative people, but uh, I think people are, are very willing to give this team time to grow. We'll have another batch of uh, you lot quite shortly, uh, but now the man in the bar is here and he's got another player history. Ah, hello, there you are again. It's good for you to come in now this week. See, you couldn't be bothered coming in last week after your holidays. You could have showed off your tan. We'd have all gone, ah, look at you with your big red face and your bits of old skin falling off your forehead. Oh, Jesus, we'd have laughed. We would have. Oh, anyway, it's a player history you're looking for, I suppose, and I give you one. And talking about a very famous Arsenal player this week, so we are. His name was... Tony Adams and he joined Arsenal when he was three months old when he was playing for his school team so he did in January 1988 he became the captain of Arsenal taken over from another Arsenal legend Kenny Sansom, who of course we've told you all about before. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He remained Arsenal captain until he retired from football 
in 2002. And you can see he was made captain because he was an Arsenal man through and through. He wasn't just some blow-in fucking big mouth cunt that came in and just happened to be the oldest player to give the captaincy to and never mind that there might be other fellas there be quite as good. He was the captain. Now, Tony was fond of drink, as you all know, and one day when he was driving home and he'd had a bit too much to drink, he crashed into a wall and he went to prison for a little while, but he played for the prison team and scored 16 goals in two appearances for them. He came back to Arsenal and sure kept on drinking, but it was after Euro 96 when he gave up. And Arsene Wenger took over at Arsenal and it was good for him because instead of eating chips and drinking Guinness every day, he'd drink water and eat pasta. Things that were good for you anyway. His finest moment, I suppose, came in 1998 when he scored that magical goal in front of the North Bank against Everton to clinch the double in Arsene Wenger's first full season in charge. Oh, it was mighty, so it was. Would you believe it, said the commentator. And I, I nearly didn't believe it. I thought it was hallucinating. Anyway, he went on to lift more trophies, FA Cups, another double in 2002. And people rightly remember him as a great captain. His style, he led by example on the pitch. He gave everything, heart and soul, and he didn't mouth off. And he wasn't a big, stupid, fucking old Chelsea cunt that's stupid, my captain, now. No, it is. Tony Adams does something with Portsmouth and Harry Redknapp. I don't really care too much for what it is. That was the man in the bar, and he'll be back with another player history on next week's Arsecast. Now then, you know the Arsecast is sponsored by OleOle.com, and they have got a fantasy football game going uh, on their website, uh, which you can find at, obviously, OleOle.com. Uh, they've got the usual stuff. They've got, uh, you can play in England, in Spain, in Italy, France, and Germany, but they've also got a European Super League where you can pick your team from uh, players from all of those leagues, and uh, top prize for that one is a trip to the European Championship Final in Vienna for Euro 2008. There is an Ars Blog League uh, set up by one of the guys on the Arses, Melbourne Gunner. Um, and uh, all you have to do is join that league. Uh, I think it's called arsblog.com. Uh, that's the name of the league. And the password is jamribter which is Jam Rib Tur, which is after the cocktail that we invented the other night when we came home really, really drunk. And we'd nothing else in the house, only a bottle of Jamison's and a bottle of Ribena. So Jamison's, Ribena, water. It wasn't bad, I have to say. It was half four in the morning. And, you know, you don't tend to be too discerning at that time. Once there's more, once there's more booze... Um, everything's okay. But I, I found it quite tasty. I haven't quite got up the gumption yet to, to try one when sober. Um, maybe it would shatter my illusions a little bit too much, you see. Uh, so that's it. Anyway, if you want to join up with that league, uh, it is arsblog.com, password jamribter. So that's J-A-M-R-I-B-T-E-R. Um, so there you go. Have a go. And you could win yourself a trip to Euro 2008, as well as other cool stuff like PlayStation 3s and that. So check it out. It's www.oleole.com forward slash fantasy football. Now then, here's the second batch of your thoughts on the season ahead. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Hi, this is Steve calling from the Gold Coast in Australia, even though I'm English. Uh, really looking forward to Arsenal sweeping everything before them this season. Feel very excited and optimistic. 
would love to see Van Persie finish top scorer. I think he's a brilliant player. And uh, looking forward to seeing what Eduardo can do. Still think we need one more key player coming off and let's sign him soon and put us all out of our misery. Thanks a lot. Yeah, OK, I'm Howard Smith. I'm an East Molesian, sorry. What I'm really looking forward to this year is seeing Robin Van Persie come of age and outshine Thierry Henry when we play Barcelona in the Champions League in just the same way that Fabregas did to Patrick Vieira a couple of years back. Enjoy. See ya. This is Kanti. Um, I'm a national fan, originally from Ghana, now living in Jersey City, USA. Um, I look forward to big things this season and uh, surely those who have written us off are going to eat humble pie at the end of the season and those who dare to mention the name of Asma in the same breath as those capturing cancer at White Hart Lane and Newcastle well they should just forget it Hi this is Hope from Banbury for this season I hope we finish in the top three and also I hope that Spurs usually fall away again like they always do and don't finish anywhere near the top four and uh, come on you young guns Let's prove you can win things with kids. Where have we heard that before? Hi, Blog. It's Carolyn from South London. Um, my prediction for this year is that I will be able to retire and spend the rest of my life living the life of Riley, having put on a series of wages on a variety of combinations of Arsenal winning anything from one single trophy to all four of the big ones. And if the latter happens, I shall be very, very rich indeed. And the other thing I'm looking forward to, sorry, I know I was only supposed to have one, is running the newspaper cuttings with all of the national media reporters, um, stories about how Arsenal is in crisis, how dreadful we are, how we're not even going to challenge the UEFA Cup, let alone the Champions League, running them down their throats at the end of the season. Thank you and good night. Hi, Arsenal, it's Chris here from Plymouth, UK. Um, I am most looking forward to basically having some in football back again. I've missed it. Uh, I'm also looking forward to seeing how quickly the youngsters adapt to our squad and how quickly they adapt to the Premiership, particularly Nicholas Bentner. Uh, and my prediction for the season is we'll finish second. I don't think quite ready yet, but I think we'll finish second and I think we'll win a cup. Hey, Arsers. This is Ars Jackie calling from Dublin. My prediction for the new season? Well, assuming no more new signings than a minimum third place, and the one thing I'm looking forward to in the new season is Robin Van Persie scoring an awful lot of goals. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Ian, currently living in Barbados. This may explain a bit why I'm so optimistic for the coming season. Anyway, I think we have a very good side that will fight and play for each other. No major egos. OK, let's forget about William for now. We'll need some luck around key players and key games, but what team does not? I see a close finish for the Premiership, Maybe winning it, certainly in contention until late April, and a couple of good cup runs. Overall, very optimistic. Good luck to the Gunners. Uh, hello, this is Ars Jackin again. Uh, upon reflection, my last message was a little bit polite, so here's another message. Right, we should finish higher than those Russian money-stealing from peasants cunts, and of course, Lily White cunts. I'm also looking forward to us beating the shit out of those northern orc cunty teams, especially Bolt, Cuntan, and barcode comes so there hello my name is harry i'm calling from nigeria i've been enjoying the arsenal team very good season and no one has believed that they can finish among the first two the epic cup is another reason that is the current cup 
and I hope you have a wonderful time in the Champions League. Gone us for life. Uh, hi, my name's Terry from uh, Kingston and Surrey. And my prediction is a pessimistic mid-table obscurity, unfortunately. One thing I'm looking forward to is a bit more arsebog this season. Yeah, hello. Uh, my name's Richard Johnson. I'm from London. Uh, prediction for the year, I reckon we'll finish second. Uh, unfortunately, Chelsea, I think we've got the beating the Man U and Liverpool going to have a rotten season. Um, looking forward to the emergence of DRB as a real top-class uh, midfielder and also... Juru is a top-class centre-half. I uh, really think they've got massive potential and are going to be fantastic players for us over the years to come. My name's Joey Flynn. I'm phoning from North West London in Hendon. I'm predicting first or second this season. It's going to be a good season for us. I think uh, Eduardo is a fucking brilliant signing and I think he's going to do the business and get about 15 goals while Van Persie's going to get 20. So the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is us finishing up there and Spurs finishing around 10th. Hi, this is uh, Red Current from Hayes in Middlesex. My prediction for the season is uh, an optimistic third. Uh, I do also predict that uh, Van Persie will score more goals than any of those twats that play in white from the other part of North London. But most of all, come on, you gunners! Hello, it's Len from Watford. I am looking forward to the season. I want to see um, Van Persie knocking a few goals. I seriously think we'll break into the top two. Um, no, I'm optimistic, but I think that will happen. I'm looking forward to see, as I said, Van Persie. Also, uh, maybe see our World Cup get a few games. And after they're going to sign his new contract. Hi, I'm Arjun. I'm an Arsenal fan from Bombay, India. I'm being very optimistic right now. So before the start of the season, so I'm predicting us to win the EPL. Main thing I'm looking forward to this season is Van Persie contending for the Golden Boot. Also, I'm looking forward to the Champions League. Well, anyway, here's to the next season. And come on, you gunners. My name from Croydon. Um, I've predicted for the season to finish first. And um, I'd like to see us beating Chelsea and Manchester United on the way to this in the FA Cup. Hmm, so predictions for next season. Hmm, first, why not? First Champions League, first FA Cup, first Carling Cup. On Odyssey, why not? If Gary can say it, he's the most pessimistic guy in the world. Let's go for first. Where I'm from, I'm Sonny Slough. My name is Dennis Burkamp. Cheers. So more of your thoughts on the season ahead. And thanks again to everybody who phoned in. Uh, people from all over the world uh, rang in and left their messages, which is why there were so many, because I know I think everybody took the time to leave them. So uh, they should all get a bit of airspace. Airtime? Airspace? Airspa- airspace. If I could give you airspace, I would. You could have your own little pocket of airspace around your house, which would be quite cool. You could, you know, declare war on people that entered your airspace if you were that kind of a person, which I'm sure most of you aren't. Um, Fulham on Sunday. It looks like Gilberto's out, which we expected, but Adibayor is doubtful, which is better than we thought, because he was ruled out on the official website the other week. Uh, They said he wouldn't play in the game. Now he's just doubtful, so who knows? He could be part of things uh, on Sunday. Um, it's going to be good, isn't it, to get football back? I'm really, really looking forward to it. And while I still think we're a couple of players short of, of having a side that's really going to challenge for the title, uh, and I hope we'll bring those players in between now and the end of August, 
But there really is no second-guessing Arsene Wenger. Um, when you expect him to do one thing, he does something completely different. And some of the uh, some of the things he's done this summer, it's been a weird summer, hasn't it, really? When you think about it. It's kind of gone by quick enough, I have to say. But it's just been a bit weird. You know, the whole contract thing's been hanging there, and I'm pretty confident Arsene will sign on. But the Sanya signing... When we already had two right backs, and then the De Silva signing, Eduardo De Silva, he, he just boom, out of nowhere, you get this signing. And Henri, boom, done and dusted in like, you know, 24 hours, the whole thing. Freddie, gone. Reyes, gone. Bit more protracted, but it's just been weird, I thought. Anyway, could be just me. But on Sunday, it all kicks off again, and you'd have to think, or you'd like to think, that the players that we have are more than enough to get the season off to a good start against Fulham, uh, which is probably why uh, everybody is feeling so optimistic. Uh, The opening games of the season aren't the most difficult we've ever faced, and uh, the chance to get off to a good start and not find ourselves way behind so early on like we were last year, making it just impossible for us to catch up in the end. Um, you know, the chances of that happening are much slimmer this time around. And Chelsea with a load of players injured, who knows what's what sort of a start to the season they're going to have. Torres, will he score goals? Will he, will he take like 10 games to score a goal like Bergkamp or something? Like that? Who knows? Who knows what could happen? Um, Tevez could, you know, something could happen to Tevez, couldn't it? I mean, everything else seems to have happened to Tevez in his life. What's to say the minute he gets to Manchester, something else crazy. He he must have had a mad life, Tevez, when you think about it. Anyway, we're going off the point. I expect three points uh, on Sunday against Fulham. And it'll be interesting to see uh, not only the team that we put out, but the formation um, that we put out as well. Uh, you think Diaby's got to play, Rosicki's got to play. Will he look at Hleb playing as the support striker? Uh, how is he going to do it? It's going to be really, really interesting. So I'm um, uh, very, very uh, looking forward to that. 12 o'clock on Sunday, as we said, is a really shit time, isn't it? Why couldn't we just have played at 3 o'clock on the Saturday? What was the problem with that? You know, Sunderland are playing against Spurs, aren't they? And that's at home. They're in the Stadium of Light. So there's no hassle with that. There's like Super Sunday and all that shit on, on the Sunday. Man United and uh, Chelsea are on and Birmingham and Reading and all those. So why do we have to play at 12 o'clock on a Sunday morning? Why can't we just play at 3 o'clock on Saturday, which is a much better time? These guys that schedule football matches do not, do not take into account the life of a an amateur footballer, do they? <sighs> Anyway, we'll see what happens, um, but hopefully three points in the bag on Sunday. If I have to make a prediction, I think we'll, you know, knock a couple of goals past them, at least two or three nil Arsenal. And I hope the nil comes in because I'd like to see us be a lot more defensively stable this time around. So that's about it then uh, for another Arscast. Um, there'll be another one next week, exactly seven days from now, there will be another Arscast. It'll be a, a landmark Arscast, uh, number 40. They say life begins at 40. Well, who knows what will begin on the Arsecast on episode 40. I don't want you to think that actually something is going to happen because you tune in next week for, oh, well, he said something was going to happen after Fort. Nah, no. Nah. It's just going to be the same old shit week after week. So there you go. Another Arsecast over and done with. That's it. It's over. 
It's it. Gone. Finished. Uh, here's to Sunday. Here's to three lovely, delicious points and a good start to a new season and lots of goals and, and funky football and all the rest of it. Uh, talk to you all next week on the blog and until next week's Arscast. Bye. Hello, Emmanuel Arimoyor here. Looking forward to the new season, but good that I can't play in the first game against Fulham. It's because of the injury that I picked up in training. Well, not so much in training as in a nightclub. You see, I was having fun tonight, and everywhere I looked, all the people around me were wang chunging. They were doing the wang chung tonight. And I was just trying to have fun tonight, they were doing the wang chung tonight. So I decided to wang chung, and then I hurt my groin. Oh, so I missed the game. I'm gutted. I had to buy her a phone tonight. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.